Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carista, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hey, y'all. I'm Karista, and thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Love Always Self. Uh, we're going to go ahead and put it out there that uh, we have both been recovering from COVID. So, yay. yay. Um, I was able to recover last week. Um, so Shira was out of town and, uh, I was able to recover without having to worry about recording and poor Shira is here, um, recovering. And so she, uh, is may have to clear her throat every once in a while. And so just want to let you know, there may be some additional edits in this episode, <laughs> just because we may have to clear our throat <laughs> or blow my nose or, you know, hawk something up. That's not pleasant. You know, all the things <laughs> that come along with this phenomenal nasal talking Kermit, the frog situation. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, let's not bring in Kermit the Frog. I keep saying that I sound like Kermit the Frog, but like, he's so cute. Like, why would I do that to him? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> digressing. So since we've both been dealing with this and, you know, I've been working a little bit with Shira in her recovery as well. So wanted to take this opportunity to talk about finding balance during illness because this has been in the forefront yeah. of our lives these past couple of weeks. And I know that numbers are what they are and are continuing to fluctuate. So we know that a lot of you are having to deal with this as well, or maybe know somebody um, that is dealing with illness. So these, what, what we talk about today, it's not specific to COVID, although it's not a bad idea to implement some of these uh, tools to uh, assist in your own recovery at home. Oh, and of yeah. course, disclaimer, this does not substitute meeting with a, a medical or a licensed medical physician. So that's right. That's right. Thank you for that disclaimer. Yeah. Please talk to your doctor. I am fortunate <laughs> enough that my doctor in, you know, my nurse situation, I, I get lucky that my best friends happens to be a nurse. So <laughs> Thanks, boo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if any of you need a little bit of information just to know some of the or understand the validity of this, I have been a nurse for about 20 years. And for the last two and a half years, I've been supporting people that are dealing with COVID through recovery. So with that being said, 
Shira, you mentioned before we started recording that you like to understand uh, a little bit more of the cause and effect of illness. So, you know, one of the, or a couple of the things that can create illness or be a cause of the, il of illnesses are first invaders like bacteria, viruses, parasites, those types of things, um, overgrowth of normal flora. So normal flora is another word for uh, healthy bacteria in our body. And sometimes there can be an imbalance that's created. Say we're lacking certain nutrients or, you know, whatever it is, um, can create an imbalance within our system. So whether it's our GI tract, our in, <laughs> or even in like our, our, uh, sexual organs, there can be an imbalance that, that occurs. Um, the other one is an imbalance of nutrients causing disharmony within the body. So that can create, um, high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, different types of cancer, uh, lots of other things that I'm not naming here, but today we just kind of wanted to focus on like the invaders and it, it doesn't even have to be limited to the invaders, so to speak. Like these tools can be used in synchronizing your body with a more harmonious state of wellness. Well, I'm going to call them the, uh, oh, that's, this is a movie. This is a movie. Mark my <laughs> words. Someone's going to make a movie of this, but instead of like these invaders of the body snatchers, I mean, cause tiny, technically they're like little body snatchers, little tiny, little micro body snatchers. And you're just like, Ooh, that's a nice host. I'm going to go there, you know? And yeah. So it, they suck. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have my own pity party right now because I know you can hear how I sound. Well, this is, a, this is progress from what it's been. So, yeah. so, um, you know, one of the first things that we recognized with this illness was the amount of fatigue. So yeah. extreme fatigue, just getting winded easily, very tired. And one of the things that uh, contributes to this fatigue is when we have an invader come into our body, then our immune system is turned on, it's triggered, it's activated. And so it starts, um, working and building different, uh, antibodies and different, uh, cells to attack the invaders. And when our immune system is turned on, it is actually diverting uh, a lot of energy away from our other processes towards the immune system. So that is why we get such the, the immense amount of fatigue. That's why we can get headaches. That's why we lose our appetite because our body's not wanting to put as much energy towards dige digestion. So, you know, using foods that are partially, I don't want to say digested, but broken down, partially broken down can actually support your body in not having to work quite as hard to receive the nutrients that it needs. So like fruit and veggie smoothies, brothy soups with lots of veggies in there. Um, those foods are already partially broken down. So it's easier for your body. It doesn't take as much energy away from the immune system. So that's just that little bit on why all of these processes are impacted or can be impacted by different invaders. Oh, these invaders are little nasty buggers. Um, <laughs> 
my my mental capacity at the moment is a little bit sparse. So we're going to roll with it. Okay. And if I just make a joke, it's because my brain just does not want to think about anything else besides commenting in some form of humor. So because uh, humor is what lights me up internally and it allows me to feel a little bit better than how I'm feeling currently. <laughs> and it can be a coping mechanism and that is absolutely okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> so when we physically don't feel well, I'm not sure if you've noticed, but some of our emotional uh, responses can kind of get out of balance and mm. a little more heightened as well. Yeah. Like, uh, you're a little bit quick to snap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I, I got, uh, pretty heated when, when I first started developing symptoms and, you know, I, I keep relating this back to COVID cause we have just you and I experienced this. Um, but it's actually pretty common with this illness to experience a lot of emotional instability, uh, a lot more heightened reactionary responses. So a lot more anger, a lot more anxiety, uh, a lot more reports of depression. If you are experiencing any of these, please reach out to your healthcare provider. Yes, definitely. It is important that you're, you have an outlet to talk about these things and to receive support in the way that you need to. And that is also something, right. And that is also something to be said about that too, because, you know, um, right before we hit record, um, you know, we were talking about like, uh, feeling sad that you're like, oh my God, you know, like I'm feeling judgment towards myself because my body is behaving in a way that it shouldn't. And, and so this judgment towards myself is looking at it, you know, in a place of I'm not good enough of some sort, right? Like I didn't do enough to protect myself from this or, you know, or, um, you know, maybe I don't work out enough or, you know, you know, like it's my fault of some sort that this is happening. Right. And, and sure there might be some people that, maybe didn't take any precautions, just doing their thing, living their life. Hey, no judgment here. But, um, so that could be a thing. And I understand that, but like, it's, it's important to not add the additional stress and pressure and, you know, uh, the symptom of depression, of course, towards yourself, uh, give yourself some grace, you know, like we're human Mm. beings. We get sick. This happens, you know, there is this thing that's like in the world at the moment that we're all having to deal with and, and we're all in it together in that aspect. Right. Which is why I was telling Carrie, I was like, I don't care if, if we tell everybody that I got COVID. Yeah. i traveled internationally. I came back, poof, here we are, you know, like, all right, let's, let's roll with it and let's figure out how to get better from this point. And I think you nailed it on the head when you said, give yourself some grace, you know, there's, there's, we give ourselves enough hard time we don't need to add self-judgment onto being sick as well. Right. And, you know, with, with that being said, making sure that you are being open and honest with your healthcare provider. Oh yeah. So, you know, when I talk to patients, a lot of times uh, they're apologizing and, you know, whether they're needing to cough on the phone or maybe they're getting sick on the phone while I'm on a call with them and they feel terrible about it, but I'm not judging you. You're judging you. And I, I have 
been around for a lot worse, a lot more smelly things, a lot more gross sounding things. And it doesn't phase me. And that's, that's part of our role as healthcare providers. We are here for you to support you, to care about you in whatever state that you're in. Yeah. This is a judgment free zone. I did that to you earlier. Like I I was like, I'm going to put you on mute right quick. Cause I got to like do like a lot of nasty coughing bits. And then I didn't act, I accidentally didn't put her on mute and I came back to the phone and I saw that it wasn't muted. And I was like, Oh, my bad. And I my response <laughs> and my response was, no, I was listening to the quality of her cough and I was able to tell a lot just by hearing it. Yeah. Yeah. So slight win-win for me. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) learning to let go of that self-judgment is important. And I think another one here is, you know, I've heard a lot of people being harsh on themselves for not being able to sleep well. Mm. And, you know, they, they'll, they'll say something like, I was only able to get four hours. I don't know what's wrong with me. Well, nothing's Mm. wrong with you. There's just something going on with your body that it needs to do something else other than rest in that moment. And some people, you know, this is speaking to those, the individuality in all of us, you know, we've talked, um, not, not on this podcast specifically, but in our society, we've watched this transition of this is how you should eat. You should follow the food pyramid to everybody's a little bit different and everybody needs a little bit different nutrient content. Yes, there are certain vitamins and minerals that are vital, but as far as like carbohydrates and fiber and, you know, like specific, uh, specific foods, it's different for everybody. Everybody has different sensitivities. Same thing with sleeping habits. Some people may do better shift sleeping. Some people may do better sleeping only four hours. Other people may do better sleeping 10 everybody's different, right? Give yourself some grace, let go of self-judgment. And then I want you to start checking in with your body. So here's one of those tools doing a body check-in. So when you first recognize that you don't feel well, check in, what doesn't feel well, what body part is calling my attention and what is this saying to me? So I'm going to mention one of your first symptoms was a sore throat. Yeah. It was legit. And what was that saying to you? Uh oh. <laughs> I, I remember also that you were, uh, you were like drinking water like a fish. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm not that great about drinking water, but you know, like listen back to some of our other episodes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mentioned. (laughs) I mentioned this quite a few times. I'm not great about it. And, uh, boy, has that changed? I literally feel like I cannot get enough. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, um, and that was the first, that was the first thing that popped up. And that was my first indicator that something wasn't right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, feeling that, uh, that, that scratchiness and mm-hmm. just the fat corner of my throat, you know? And I was like, you know how, like when you drink water to get to that part of your throat and you tilt your head back and you try to get the water, to just kind of slightly get to that corner, mm-hmm. you know, without choking. That's 
hard job, but yeah, it happens. And like, <laughs> and you're like, Ooh, that's kind of soothing. Uh Oh, right. You know, mm-hmm. like it didn't fix it. There's nothing stuck back there. There's something actually happening. Right. Yeah. So the first step in making steps towards wellness is checking in and acknowledging what doesn't feel well, where is this coming from? And then take it the next step. What can I do in this moment to support that part? And you can ask that part. So the throat, what do you need in this moment? And the first thing that pops up, you may get a couple things, but the first things that pop up, go ahead and honor those body's needs. Yeah. So I, I, I walk a lot of patients through this and I acknowledge that this is probably something that is good to incorporate on a regular basis, right? So even outside of illness, also during wellness, so that we're staying connected to our physical needs, because this is a vessel that is carrying us through this life. Yeah. And it's up to us to care for it. So checking in with your body, take those couple of minutes, just sit quietly. You can do it in the bathroom. You can do it in bed. You can do it while you're reading on the couch. You can do it while you're sitting outside and just check in. Hey body, what's going on with you right now? What can I do to support you in this moment? And just wait, receive, be open to receiving. And I like to use um, a little trick because this, this is a trick that I personally use even completely outside of being sick. Right. Um, and, and sometimes I wonder, you know, Ooh, is that Shira's programming? You know, mm-hmm. is that, is that what's responding or is it my body that's actually responding? Mm-hmm. So one of the things that pops in my head, um, am I questioning the response? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's basically going back to using the discernment factor. Um, am I questioning the response? So if I sit back right now and I say, oh boy, body <laughs> kind of going through it right now, girl, what do you need? You know? And, and I, first thing that pops in my head, water. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what if it said licorice, I freaking hate licorice, you know, then I would immediately know that that's not, that's not right. That's Hold my on. I, I don't know. I disagree with you because the throat coat tea is made with licorice root. Well, see now, now, now I get that, but I literally <laughs> so mean the candy. <laughs> I mean the candy okay. that I absolutely despise. My husband loves it. I can't stand it. So like, well, so, so outside of being sick test part, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If, if my, if my first thought process was, get some licorice. I would be like, what? <laughs> no, that's, that's most certainly not what we're going to do. You know, like, <laughs> well, you know I would suggest like, to take it one step further and ask like, if, if this is a craving, yeah. what am I deficient on? How will this licorice serve me? Because a lot of cravings can actually indicate a nutritional deficiency. That's so true. That's so true. Um, or potentially sugar addictions. So it says cupcake every time. 
<laughs> yes, there is an element of discernment for sure. Um, but not just brushing it off so quickly uh, and giving it even a moment of further depth. Right. Do I really want this? <laughs> Do I really need that cupcake? <laughs> I mean okay, so then my next question to that is, are you needing a boost of certain happy hormones? Yeah. I was going to say, I was like, I mean, that could be like a, a pleasure thing, right? Um, mm -hmm. If not in excess, uh, it could be a pleasure thing. I mean, or you're looking for comfort mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you're trying to, and your body's trying to find some form of comfort. And that was your go-to for comfort, you know? Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. So. And, and if that's the case, you know, there is that element that is important to getting back to our wellness. So if your comfort food is cupcakes, right? Maybe you say half a cupcake and you get the small ones, not the big ass ones, right? That's the size of my <laughs> face. But you have like a fruit and veggie smoothie before that. So you're getting good nutrients in first. And then you have that half of a cupcake. So you find ways to incorporate those enjoyable, comforting, brings you peace elements with the, the nutrient dense foods with the healthy habits, yeah. uh, you know, and how do we incorporate both? So it feels like you're more likely to follow through with using your tools. I keep getting this thought process of, um, or this word words hit, I'm gonna call it words hit because that's how my brain wants to explain things right now. Uh, gut health mm -hmm. and how that impacts your body and your ability to fight off invaders. So your immune system runs highly off of water and you need nutrients. So different vitamins and minerals. When illness attacks, the brain gut connection, there's a huge one there. The gut flora is altered by different viruses, different bacterial infections and medications is another one. It can be altered by medications. So when we start to get sick, we want prebiotic foods, which are those fruits and vegetables. Those are feeding the good bacteria and we want probiotics. So different fermented foods are good types of probiotic foods. So you can find probiotics in mm. supplement form, or you can add in some more foods that are, um, I forgot the word again, <laughs> fermented, fermented, <laughs> Uh, like uh, yogurt, kefir, sauerkraut, um, kimchi is another one, tempeh, and also different pickled foods. So pickled pickles, um, pickled ginger, cured olives. Those are all different probiotic foods. So these are helpful in boosting your immune system and assisting in clearing the bacteria. So one of the big key things for clearing 
infections, meaning those invaders, is eating high fiber foods. So when we eat higher fiber, the viral particles will actually attach to the fiber in the bowels and be excreted through your bowel movements. Good to know. So it's assisting the body in ridding it of the illness, of the factor that's creating this disharmony in your body. So pickles and those are probiotics. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So the high fiber foods would be more of your fibrous fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lentils, and legumes, different beans with pickles. Go for it. (laughs) (laughs) No, what's weird is that I guess it's not weird now is that I was craving pickles about a couple Mm. of days before I got sick. Interesting. My body's like, Hey girl, I got something for you. (laughs) So, all right. I almost forgot about this, but now that you mentioned this craving. So when I started getting sick, I had a fierce, fierce craving to go outside and start gardening. Oh, need that sunny D. That was part of it. Yes. Yes. I do not. mm -hmm, I do not have a green thumb. I am really good at killing plants. Okay. My husband keeps this guy alive. (laughs) Sorry for, for, uh, for the listeners. There's a little spider plant behind me and my husband comes in and waters it like at least once a week. (laughs) Cause I'm not good at, um, taking care of things that don't say anything. I'm all so, fake, <laughs> fake, fake, <laughs> fake. So I had this insane need to be outside in the dirt. Like I was harvesting rocks out of the ground because we have a very rocky backyard. I planted, uh, 20 plants. You Over the like course, completely reconstructed your backyard. A week and a half. Yeah. We, we built stairs off of our porch. We also laid a whole pallet of grass. Um, and, and granite, a lot of this was done after the worst days. So mm-hmm. I had to regain my energy. I will say I have not been a hundred percent. I have still been getting dizzy, although that's improving. Um, but dizzy with position changes. Um, but I do feel like my body was telling me to get outside and ground. Mm. Uh, There's a documentary on YouTube that I found fascinating that I watched a couple of years ago, and that's called the earthing movie. And it's about how connecting with mother earth can actually improve levels of inflammation within the body. Naturally, not saying this is like a huge, like anti-inflammatory, but this along with other practices really help improve or reduce the amount of inflammation that's in the body. So I really feel that me needing to be outside was because I needed that vitamin D from the sun Mm -hmm. and I needed to ground. Yep. And we actually did a whole episode, episode 23, Mm -hmm. uh, get down and ground the benefits of practicing grounding. If you are interested in learning more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. about that. So, so Um, we touched on some of the emotional volatility that we can experience when not feeling well. So 
I know that ideally our partners, our spouses, the other people in the home that can help take care of us, ideally they would just know what we needed. Right. Like just magically, here's my, here's my thought process. Poof, you understand it. That would be amazing. (laughs) Um, however, many of us are not well attuned to the gifts of telepathy yet. (laughs) So society, we will get there. (laughs) So when you need something, voice it Yes. speak your truth. Yes. For me. I needed space for you, Shira, you needed togetherness. I need cuddles. Yes. (laughs) And so because we each deal with illness in our own different ways, it's important that you do verbalize what you need from the other person. Yeah. Set those boundaries. And especially, 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 especially if you have uh, a partner that is handles how they're not feeling well, completely opposite from you. Um, so this is fun, right? I, yeah. I handle my illness like your husband does. Yes, I want to be do. left alone. I will let you know when I need something. Don't ask me for anything. <laughs> and my husband is more like you where yep. he wants to be, you know, acknowledged, taken care of um, communicated pampered. with pampered. Yeah. Cuddle cuddles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think what you did with your spouse was perfect. Yeah. Right. You verbalized that you, you guys needed to find a compromise yep. in between. So he can take his time to be by himself while knowing that at some point during the day, you want cuddles and you need to be cuddled. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty much like, here, you're going to get a few days of uh, just be alone, do your thing, whatever. And then, okay, I'm over this shit. And, uh, I need my cuddle time. Give me at least an hour. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so now both of your needs are being met. Right. And so I know that can be very tough, but trying to find that compromise, yeah. you know, another one is food, right? Mm-hmm. If you are both ill in the household, who gets the food? Yeah. Fucking order that shit. Right. If you can just order it. Yep. Um, take, take the stress out. It's yeah. Only for a few days. Yep. Um, or get some frozen meals, do something easy in a crock pot or an instant pot. Yeah. That can last for several days. So one of the first things that I made when my husband got sick was I made a big ass thing of chicken noodle soup in the mm. instant pot. And that lasted for like three or four days. Yum, dude. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I've, I've been fortunate in the sense that my, it's like, as far as appetite goes, um, it's like, I don't really care if I eat, but I eat because I know I need to. So I can't, that's eat. important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. So, so, you know, when, when you don't eat, there's, you run the risk of developing nausea. Yep. Yeah. Nobody wants that. And the other thing too, is if you're taking medication, it's going to be really hard on your stomach. So I do suggest for most medications, not all of them read your prescriptions, but for most medications have a little small something in your stomach. 
even vitamins, even there's even oh uh, God, yes. a lot of vitamins that say you should probably eat with this vitamin, right? Um, oh, so even I get if really they're natural supplements. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So back to the emotional volatility. A lot of times we can feel very scattered, a lot of nervous energy, anxiety. We, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You may find yourself pacing, even though you're tired, fidgeting, fidgeting, yeah. uh, doing a lot of like <sighs> when it's unrelated to shortness of breath. So sighing lots, right. you know, there's a lot of, um, anxious energy that's coursing through your body. So what do we do about that? First, I suggest asking where this is coming from. Where is this anxiety coming from? Find where on your body that it's coming from and give that space attention. Just place your hand right there over wherever it is. It can be your shoulder and be your head and be your stomach and just send love and light to that area. Love on it for a moment and then ask, what is this anxiety saying? What is it telling you? I did this exercise and I got the, I'm not doing enough. Thank you so much for saying that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So this is a mental programming. This is programming right here. (laughs) So when you are sick, one of the prime things that you can do is rest. And tell me, tell me that you don't experience this sense of guilt. Yeah. That you are not doing enough, that you are being lazy. Yep. This is a frequent conversation that I have. When we are sick, I've already addressed this. Our body has diverted a lot of its energy away from other processes to the immune system. Yep. So when you get up to physically do something, your body is taking away that energy from the immune system and applying it elsewhere. Now there's some caveats here, right? Some mild, low intensity exercise can be very good for the immune system. But if you're in a state where you're like, I am so tired, like all I can think about is laying down, but I have to go put away the dishes. Do you? What did I text you the other day? I was like, (laughs) did they make a pill called sit your ass down? (laughs) (laughs) You did. (laughs) Resting is a chosen activity for your recovery. Just because you are not physically moving does not mean you're not doing something. You are doing rest. Doing exactly what your body needs in that moment. Mm-hmm. It Now, it, it sure, laziness when you're not sick and you're just procrastinating on projects or cleaning the house. Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't know. I'm not a huge cleaner. Like, thank you, hubby, again. Um, that's not my priority. However, I know that a lot of people are wired this way. They've been trained that if they are not moving, if they're not going, if they're not actioning, 
they are not doing enough. This is a great opportunity to deprogram that and to program something new that again, rest is something that your body is telling you that you need. And it is important that you prioritize yourself and your body's needs so that you can resume the life that you want to live. Amen, sister. Seriously. The more we resist, the more it persists. Or it will persist. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the last thing you want is to prolong an illness. Yep. And I would like to say one thing about our mental energy. If you sit and do nothing all day long, 30% of your calories that are burned by your body, so your resting metabolic rate, is mental energy when you're not doing anything. So if you feel like you need to work, so say you work from home and you're like, I don't have to go into the office. I can still work even though I'm contagious and coughing and not feeling well, right? Your mental energy that is required of your job of driving, of, you know, teaching, of learning all these things is pulling energy away from your immune system. You wonder why you're foggy. It's because your body has deterred that mental energy towards the immune system. That's a good point. And this, my friends, is why meditation is so important when you're not feeling well. (laughs) And connecting with your breath, Mm -hmm. right? So yes, this is a respiratory illness. However, connecting with your breath allows you to synchronize more easily with that zero point frequency, that peace, that calm, reducing that anxiety. And as we practice the breath work, we connect with our body deeper those lines of communication are stronger and we are providing more of a space for recovery for our body. Yep. I like to do the, the mental practice of tricking my body into believing it's fully, it's fully healed. Yes. Yes. So this is another great tool using visualization. So I always, I always start this conversation off with, I know this sounds woo, (laughs) but it's free. (laughs) It is free. It doesn't do harm. (laughs) (laughs) And athletes use this all the time in their professional field. They use visualization on how their movements should be. So like a baseball, a batter, you know, he's up to bat and he visualizes over and over that swing over and over hitting the ball over and over that ball resulting in a home run. And that's one of their practices that they use coupled with the physical actions Because the more that we visualize it in our brain, the more our body will 
align with that. So using visualization uh, by way of visualizing yourself as fully well, moving throughout the day, fully functioning, happy, healthy, able to breathe without any issues, not having any congestion, a healthy stomach with normal bowel movements and, you know, uh, brain function and you're quick and witty and laughing and having a great time moving through your life with ease. And it's not just the visual that we're looking for the emotional connection. We're to looking to connect deeper. Yes. How does it feel to move so freely and bring that into the now feeling that freeness now, as if it were there because it is, because we're drawing it in. And the more you do that, the better your body will align to this, this sense of wellness. I am pretty positive. That's how I got rid of my sore throat. There you go. I just visualized as of right now, my throat no longer hurts. What does it feel like? I can drink warm tea again and, oh, I can taste the tea and it doesn't burn the back of my throat anymore. And it makes me happy that I can choose any flavor I want and not be worried about the back of my throat. And I'm so grateful Mm. that it's gone. Yes. Thank you for mentioning that last part, the gratitude, the gratitude that it is happening, that it already happened, that you're already well. Yep. Mm -hmm. My next visualization is going to be on this congestion. So I don't sound like this anymore. (laughs) 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 I haven't gotten here yet. (laughs) (laughs) So. I hope this was helpful. I know this was a long one, but again, I know that a lot of people are dealing with this and it's not just this illness that we have to deal with. We still have to deal with flu and colds and bacterial infections and, you know, all the future things that come with, I don't know, digging into the ice caps. I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) I know, you know, what was funny is that when I was driving, when I was driving, oh my God, when I was flying back, um, from my international location and I could see the Sahara dust hovering Mm. over our state. Mm. And I was worried about that. (laughs) I was worried about that. Oh, those allergies are going to be terrible. Oh man. They have been, been. (laughs) but still, you know, uh, (laughs) So yeah, so we've got a lot to deal with and we've got a lot coming at us and there's a lot of things that we can do to assist ourselves and to feel better. Um, and, and sometimes we know it's not as easy as that and we understand. And yes, please consult your doctor. Please seek the advice and the assistance that you need. Please take the advice and the assistance that you're getting freely. Um, that yes, yes. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink with, you know, so me saying that is we are giving you the tools. We just hope that you utilize them. Absolutely. Thanks. 
So if you have any other questions about illness or wellness, I am here. I'd be happy to answer anything. And, you know, of course I do have the coaching available. So if anybody is interested in learning how to create a more balanced life, uh, incorporating, uh, you know, our nutrients, our, our diet, our exercise, our, you know, day-to-day, our self-care. That is what this is about is self-care, balance, self-love, and how do we get into that balanced life that we want to live and step into your own power. Yes. You can find that on lovealwaysself.com under offering and coaching with Carista. So check it out there. Mm -hmm. And I hope to hear from you guys soon. We do love you so much and we are sending so much love and healing light out. We hope you guys are open to receiving it. (sighs) We hope that you have. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Pew, 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 pew. (laughs) What is it? That, that those are my, like, here's some of my sunshine. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, take that love, take that light. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start it down your throat. Um. <laughs> no, it's up to you. Um, anyways, we guys uh, wish you the best day. And we uh, just hope that you choose to love first, love last, and love always. Bye, y'all. Bye. Hey, listener, thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.